Welcome to Crime Culture. This is our first podcast. It's, I know, it's the first podcast, it's the first episode. I'm being a dick, but... Yeah. <laughs> this is how we're going to start shit? This is how we're going to start our working relationship? Really? We're doing this now? In front of all these people? In front of the kids? <laughs> um, so, our podcast is about true crime stuff and how it affects just everything in society yeah movies books yeah TV. pop culture legal shit yes laws that um, were uh that happened because of true crime events and general like the way people live their lives and do yeah. things and uh our first episode is a very well-known one we're jumping one, right in. I was going to say, one might call it the mother of all episodes. I should have saved that for one with, like, a mother in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she is a mother. She, briefly. Hey, that's <laughs> fucked up. This oh. is, I should say, we're doing Scott and Lacey Peterson. We are. Lacey Peterson was a mother. And I'll see Scott in hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You'll see Lacey in heaven. I'll see Scott in hell. Yeah. So, um, yeah. All right. Let's right. just stop with all this babble and just go right into it. I mean, if you say so. All right. All right. You go for it. So, Lacey Denise Peterson was born on May 4th, 1975 in Modesto, California to Dennis and, Char- and Sharon Rocha. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, my late dog, Pierre, was also born on May 4th. Aww. I love him to pieces. He passed away last February at the ripe old age of 16, almost 17. Jesus. I know. He was perfect. Star Wars Day, too. It was. Notably. It was Star Wars Day. I didn't know that at the time. I knew it more as it being Audrey Hepburn's birthday. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think so it was. Things. Either that or the fifth was Audrey Hepburn's birthday. But, um, But yes, so she was born to Dennis and Sharon Rocha. Rocha. I don't know how to say it. Somebody, mm-hmm. somebody can let me know. But she was the middle child of three kids. And after she graduated from high school, she studied ornamental horticulture at California Polytech. The um, fuck? I know. So I like, like decorative Damn, plants, girl. So I think it's like I think it's even more than that. I I didn't know if it was like landscaping design, or if it okay. was like how they like cut the bushes into shapes. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's there's a gas station by me that tr- that cuts them into an, an elephant all the time. That's great. Yeah. No, there's a dentist by me that puts bales of hay in the shapes of minions, but that's about it. Ooh. Yeah. Wow, um, that's that's quite a career. That's very niche. I would think. It's it's I would love to set fire to them. <laughs> <laughs> so so ornamental horticulture. Ornamental horticulture. And Scott Lee Peterson was born on October 24th, 1972, so a couple years older than Lacey, mm-hmm. to Lee Peterson and Jackie Latham in San Diego, California. Mm-hmm. And he dreamed of being a pro golfer, but those dreams were dashed after he was kicked off the Arizona State University golf team after the parent of one of his fellow teammates complained about Scott's hard partying and said that it put the rest of the team's success at risk. Yeah. Um, Which, yeah. Valid. Yeah. So he transferred to Cuesta College in San Luis Obispo in California Mm -hmm. and followed by transferring again to California Polytech, which is where he met Lacey. Yes. So, Lacey and Scott Peterson were, like, the stereo, like, middle-class couple. Yes. A stereotypical, I meant. 
but thank you for not yeah i, I was i was with you first podcast jitters <laughs> um, so they were like they were on their way to be like white picket fence they were golden pretty, retriever no they pretty much were white picket really? fence golden retriever yeah they fell in love during undergrad like scott proposed to lacy in december 1996 and they got married a few months before lacy graduated from california polytech on august 6 1997 and scott went on to be a fertilizer salesman and lacy was a substitute teacher and okay. they kind of they lived together they just they they were they she lacy got pregnant with their first child and they planned to name him connor mm-hmm. and everything was looking really good until on october I'm, uh, oh my god i can't i can't today <laughs> <laughs> on, win. on christmas eve 2002 lacy went missing from their modesto california home Ooh. um big search nothing is coming yeah, up pregnant They're, ladies missing yeah, pregnant how, how ladies pregnant missing. was she eight months oof yeah um and so that's and that'll come poppable. into yeah and that'll <laughs> come into play later too because there it, it, it is a thing for pregnant women like heavily pregnant women to get kidnapped for their babies yes yeah there yeah. was that whole um that whole one that, that i survived yes that woman that pretended she was pregnant to get yeah to be friends with a woman who really was pregnant and then, and she, then she tried to cut her open she and tried to cut like, the baby out of her as if i needed more reasons to not want kids like right I, that's <laughs> fucking crazy people like that but yeah, yeah i'm sure there's a huge market for yeah so that was a lot there was a lot of speculation for that for a while yeah but um but no on april 13th 2003 the remains of a male fetus washed up on the shore of the san francisco bay oh god and the next day on april 14th the remains of a woman washed up in a similar area so the baby had nylon tape wrapped around his neck and the woman's head and parts of her limbs were missing and Ah. there was also tape on her lower torso over her clothing Ah. So, according to the autopsy, the skin of the infant was not decomposed at all, Mm -hmm. the right side of his body was lacerated, and the placenta and umbilical cord were missing. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll, yeah, we'll get into that. Okay. And the bodies were identified as Lacey and Connor in the days following their discovery. Mm. So, the authorities had put a tracker on Scott's car out over the course of the search for Lacey and Connor, out of, like, fear that he'd try to go over the border to Mexico, because it's right there. and And it's always... Like, the husband is always the first suspect. The husband always suspect. did it. The husband always did it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's always the first suspect, the yeah. first person they're going to look at. And usually, the one that did it. Yeah. Um, Allegedly. Allegedly. But, um, so, uh, they had good reason for putting this tracker on his car, because in the months since Lacey's disappearance, Scott had dyed his hair, grown a goatee, moved back to his hometown of San Diego, like, away from Modesto. Like, what if Lacey co- fucking comes back? I'm like, not... I'm not saying it wasn't Guy Fieri, but I've never seen <laughs> Guy Fieri and Scott, and Scott Peterson, Peterson in, in the, the same, same room. room. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair that's a fair assumption. Yeah, um, he cuts his he dyed his hair to look like it's real shitty blonde. It's it's, it's like it's like '90s boy band frosted tips. It's, bad. It's like he did it himself and he didn't. Oh, and, and he, he very was like, clearly did it himself. And he was and like, he was what's like, toner? And he was also like blindfolded while he did it. Yeah. Yeah. He looked r- ridiculous. Yeah, it But also, cute. like, I saw pictures of him, and, like, squinting, your, like, squinting with one eye and closing the other, he kind of does look like Ben Affleck. Oh, and we'll get to that. Yes. Oh, we'll get Gone to that. Girl. Yeah. We'll get to that. So, it's funny you should mention that. Um, so, upon locating Scott's car... They found him driving erratically. Authorities found him driving yeah. erratically and 
pulled him over near an exit ramp for the Torrey Pines golf course in La Jolla. I think that's how you <sighs> say it. Or La Jolla. Golfing. You got it. Well, he was, but he wants to be a pro golfer. La Jolla. Yes. Oh, fuck. La Jolla. <laughs> La Jolla. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Um, I'm in trouble. Um, so among the items found inside Scott's car were 11 to, f- I mean, I can't speak today. I can't speak today. Cut and go. Fourteen to $15,000 in cash. Oh, well, casual. His brother's ID, which Scott said he was using to go golfing at his brother's country club. All right, whatever. A rope. Uh. Knives. Uh. Four cell phones. You can't have just one. No. You gotta have one for all occasions. No, apparently not. One for each day of the week, practically. Yep. Children's books. Uh, we Camping and fishing. Not really. He was gonna have a kid. Uh, I, he was he was. Why going, do you have him in your car? Cause like you get him as a gift or something from people. Like oh, this is for the baby. All like right, blah fine. blah blah. I can I can that Make I can kind of understand. For Scott Peterson. That's like, fine. No, but like, what's the other excuse? Like he clearly doesn't have like a low enough IQ that he can only read children's books if he like fucking murdered his wife and kids. Spoilers. Um, alleged spoilers. Uh, alleged spoilers. <laughs> So, children's books, camping and fishing supplies, about a dozen Viagra pills, and oh. a partridge in a pear tree. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's got a loaded car. He No. It, he's fucking yeah. set for all different yeah. types of situations. I'm not saying that he could make it in Mexico, but, like, he could probably make it in Mexico. He had some money. Yeah, he had he had enough money to get started, and he had enough Viagra to get there. Oh. <laughs> So, he was arrested before the DNA tests were complete, but Shit. after they found the bodies to be those of Lacey and Connor, the authorities charged Scott with capital murder on April 18th, 2003. So, she went missing on Christmas. Christmas Eve. And in then 2002. this is April. Yes. In, on, they, the bodies washed up on April 13th and 14th. Which is next week? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. No, it's next something. week. Next week. Yeah. Um, and then... On April 18th, yeah, he was charged. Damn. So, during the, the trial, it was revealed that Scott had been having an affair with a single mom and massage therapist named Amber Fry. It's always a massage therapist. It really is. And it's never, like, the fun ones, like Phoebe from Friends. It's always, like... Though Amber's a badass. Amber is a badass. Mm. So, they met through a mutual friend in November 2002, so a month before Lacey goes missing. Okay. And they began a romantic relationship soon after. Mm-hmm. Scott had told Amber that his mm, still very much alive wife had died. Oh. Yeah. And that this would be his first Christmas without her. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what a freak. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, police... You trying to get that sympathy fuck? Well, that, or police wondered if Scott's story of a dead wife was the equivalent to him confessing to premeditated murder. Yeah. 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 Because, like, basically two like she goes missing on christmas eve and he's like it'll be my first christmas without her like yeah i'm sorry that's that's real freaking specific yeah basically saying i'm gonna do it yeah day before christmas yeah make it real yeah like there's no more allegedly here like yeah so on december 30th 2002 after seeing a newspaper article about Lacey's disappearance Amber called a tip line and immediately she began working with the police as Thank like God. an informant. Good for her. Good right? For her. Like complete opposite of, of like some women who are like, I'm just not going to say anything. And men too. We're yeah. just like, I'm not going to say anything. Or they'll like let it stew for a little bit and then be like, maybe she and was when also- it's no longer helpful, they'll call and be like, so here's the thing. Yeah. Maybe she was also afraid of getting like having them find out because obviously oh, the yeah. police were going to find out that he was having this affair. Yeah. So maybe she was just trying to like head him off at the pass and be like, listen, we did this, but. 
This guy's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. So, yeah. So she started working as, like, an informant with the police, and she was trying to obtain whatever useful information she could get out of Scott. Yeah. And secretly record it. Ooh. So, like, she'd call him on the phone and, like, they record their conversations. And... In total, she recorded over 29 hours of phone calls with Scott. Fuck. Yeah. How do like, you get somebody on the phone for that long? She did her work. She just didn't let him go to sleep. Didn't let him take a pee break. Just 29 hours if all I look, through. If I yeah. look at my phone records from the past, I don't know, six months, the, I think I've spoken on the physical phone with somebody for no more. Like, I think my total phone calls would probably be like two hours yeah in the last six months but this is also 2002 so it's like before the texting whole thing yeah starts. that's true that's true there's kids in the texting yeah um so the next day on january 1st happy new year scott told amber he was celebrating the new year with his friends in paris oh but he was actually at Lacey's vigil oh jesus christ a little bit different from paris yeah. like <laughs> how you say not gay parry oh jesus um so, on January 28th, 2003, Scott was interviewed by Diane Sawyer on Good Morning America, and during the interview, he lied, and he said that this is during the investigation for Lacey. Yeah, yeah. He lied and said that he had told police about his affair with Amber the day Lacey went missing. And he's doing this in an interview that is going to be aired on television. Yep. Yep. He had he's- actually told the police their marriage was fine. He's that there real, was nothing to, like, worry about. He's a about. real genius. Oh, oh no. It's those frosted tips, you know? They're starting to, like, sink in through the scalp into I the guess. brain. So, he also told Diane Sawyer that Lacey knew about his affair with Amber and Ugh. that she was, quote, oh, wait, no, no, honey, wait. So, you know how hormonal women get yeah. when they're pregnant? And I can say this as a woman. Having never we, been pregnant. Having never been pregnant, <laughs> but having had hormone issues. Yeah. I know that we can get a little hormonal. I have cried over videos of tigers that have been held captive being released into the wild. I once cried just because I couldn't find a comfortable position to sit in while I was on my period. I cried because I saw a pit bull and it was so cute. Too much information, but like, yeah, I, I just... No, but it's fair. I just wasn't... Like, we have issues. I couldn't get comfortable. Yeah, I and just you, just, you just cry. Yeah. You just gotta cry just, it out. I just couldn't handle it. Yeah. So, she's she so hears about this affair. He says that she knows about it and that she was, quote okay with it yeah i'm sure that's a lie i'm sure she was fine with it i'm sure when you told survey her survey says that's a lie i'm sure when you told her she said fine and put like a period at the end of it like or or no in she, conversation no, no i think she was like okay would you like me to like bake her some cookies yeah right i'm sure would she, was, she like to raise our child i'm sure she was so fucking into it that i ruined my body for yeah <laughs> like so finally scott continuously referred to Lacey in the past tense during the interview saying that she was amazing and so on and so forth and this this is after they found her body and everything no (gasps) this is before this is in january they found her body in april oh my god yeah so he's like yep she's dead but not he was just like yeah she was amazing she was going to be a good mother like she was a substitute teacher like she was okay with it yeah (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. that's pretty incriminating yes like that's pretty like why would you use past tense like why wouldn't you want to keep every last shred of hope alive yep so as a result of the interview the public shockingly quickly called fiercely turned against scott peterson they were like fuck this guy yeah 
So, despite the evidence that was stacked against him, Scott Peterson continued to insist that he had nothing to do with, like, his like the whole thing, and yeah. that he would never hurt his wife he's, or baby. He's just doubling down on this alleged lie. Yeah, and his, fam- and his family and her family, like, support him in it. They're like, oh, no, he would never do that. Yeah. He would never do that. And, of course, I mean, like... yes, they support him, because also they know him, and these people that are saying, like, oh, he definitely did it. Like us? N- yeah. <laughs> Don't know him, never Don't met him, him, only know the, I'm sure, the facts. I'm sure if they, if any of these people did, they would have talked him out of those frosted tips. Yeah, that's true. If, if anybody really, truly loved him, they would yeah. have been like, Scott, they it's a no from me, dog. But, um... But, yeah, so... Yeah, so, like, these are from people that actually yeah, they, know him in depth. Yeah, they believe him, like, wholeheartedly. Also, you never want to believe that oh, your, yeah. but your at the same son time, or brother could kill somebody. But at the same time, like, her parents believed it, too. They were like, yeah, like, Scott's cool. Like, yeah. he married our daughter. He's going to be, like, the son of our grandchild. Like, the father of our... Are the, what? They, <laughs> they're not in Appalachia. Um, it's just... They was, he, he was going to be the father be, of their yeah, grandchild. Yeah, and they wanted him... I think they wanted him to be innocent just as much as they believed that he would be innocent. Yeah. And, um, so, and while this is all going on, Scott's attorneys went on even to just suggest that Lacey was possibly kidnapped and killed by a satanic cult. Yeah, for her baby, Yeah, for her, ba- for her baby yep. or because she was part of it. Was there any merit to that or were they just saying, it could be a cult? They, they, no, they were just like, it could be a cult. She's pregnant. They kidnapped pregnant they, women. They didn't have any they, connections they didn't, like, to a cult. It's not like there was, like, a pentagram, like, written on the wall in blood or anything when she was, like, kidnapped. Yeah, but they didn't have any connections to a cult or anybody in a cult no. or... No. So they were just... They, they just, did suggest that Lacey could be part of a cult, and it was like, all right, well, where's your proof on that? Yeah. And then crickets. Yeah, so it's it's a bullshit yeah. thing, in you've my got, opinion. You've got, like, a five foot one, twenty seven year old massively pregnant woman and you're thinking that she's gonna be like like a rosemary's baby situation yeah yeah like that's not mm, that's not gonna happen yeah i think she would have shown signs earlier on if she was involved in anything like that right yeah i mean we're talking about somebody who somebody would have had something to say about yeah and like she's a substitute teacher she majored in ornamental horticulture like she was this tiny little bit of a thing she and her husband live in this nice little house like may or may not have had a picket fence definitely were planning on the 2.5 kids yeah had like a golden retriever because that was like the thing that scott said he was like she went out to walk the golden retriever in the morning and then yeah. she just never came home yep and yep. like they had the textbook she was life. too normal yeah. she was too normal their life was too normal like scott would have noticed if she was in a cult yeah her family would have noticed if she was in a cult somebody would have noticed something yes the yes. cult would have noticed if she was in the cult yes all, all of these cults are sitting there and they're like no like so i don't know that bitch but we've seen scott up and down a little bit yeah um so then on november 12 2004 after the bodies were identified that's after, my birthday I, I was i was literally gonna be like after the bodies were identified after, after I was born. No, I was going to say... After my 12th birthday. After your dog-themed <laughs> birthday party. That's what I, I don't was going know to if say. That, see, I don't know <laughs> if that... I did have a 101 Dalmatians-themed birthday. Yes. But I don't know if it was for my birthday in 2004. I don't remember what my birthday was. I tried to ask my mom and she didn't remember. I mean, I that's how much mine was. I'm loved. I, I genuinely don't know what mine was. I was in fourth grade, so I don't know if I had one. Yeah. I don't know okay but, but whatever yeah. either way either <laughs> so way this was on my birthday so on your birthday happy birthday 
my gift to you is that Scott was convicted of first-degree murder for the deaths of Lacey and Connor. Or I should say, first-degree murder for Lacey's death, second-degree for their unborn son, Connor. Yes. Um, on December 13th, 2004, the jury recommended that Scott may be sentenced to death. Ooh. And the judge agreed with him mm. and sentenced Scott to death by lethal injection on March 16th, 2005. Wow. Um, he's currently on death row at San Quentin State Prison in California. Just fucking living it up, apparently. Yep. Um, he denies having anything to do with the murders of Lacey and Scott, I mean, and Lacey and Connor to yeah. this day. And he's in the process of appealing his sentence. Good fucking luck. Yeah. With all the... The, um, the evidence stacked against no, him and it, everything. I was going to say, with all the... Um, the media sensation around oh, yeah, the case. No. Oh yeah, I no. can't imagine him getting. Oh, anything. God no, God no. And if they did, they would. I think it would be like they would grant a like a a new trial or something, right? Just for the the media coverage, right? No, it's absolutely. And I can't. I'd, I can't see that. him. I can't see him getting out. That'd no. be crazy. No, I don't know if he'll die. I don't know if they'll end up because I think that a lot of states are in the process of overturning the death penalty. Yeah. So, and I feel like California would probably be lots one of, of the next ones to do lots it. Lots of places, they just have people sit on death row and they just sit there. Yeah. Like for years. Yeah. And to me, that seems worse, but I don't know. Like, I don't know. Th- that you could potentially, like, just you've be been bored sent- out of your mind for the rest of your no, life. No, but you've been sentenced to death, but you don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah. That's pretty torturous. That's a good point. That's, that's weird. pretty. That's yeah. pretty. Yeah. That sucks. But so yeah, so late. So yeah, like he did it. Like it's pretty obvious that he did it. And yeah, in in our opinion, with the evidence that we have on the case itself, it looks to be that he did it. Yes. Yeah. Except he did. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna take that that hard of a stance. I'm gonna take that hard of a stance, like in the names of Lacey and Connor, that yeah, Scott fucking did it. And uh, wasn't there like a whole thing of like he had a boat? He did, and he was he said that he was out fishing, and that that's why Lacey like that's why he didn't see like Lacey disappear or whatever. Yeah, and it turned out that he was out in the boat during the San Fran- in the San Francisco Bay area or whatever fishing quote-unquote during that time except he was like but the boat isn't really for me it's a gift for christmas for my dad and yes so, he was just testing out the boat yes and so what they believe happened was that he killed lacy and then dumped and her sliced her up dumped Ugh. her in the slicing her up that's why the fetus the skin wasn't deteriorated yeah. because she didn't give birth sometimes there's a thing that you can do like if with a dead body sometimes a dead woman will give birth to the child because of, after she because dies. Because of the gases that yeah. build up in your body and everything. Um, that did, she'll that, just expel the baby. And yeah. so that they, they don't know if that's what happened oh or if God. she decomposed and he just kind of floated out, which is why they can't tell because they couldn't find the umbilical but, cord or the placenta. Yeah, but that's the thing. The umbilical cord and the placenta were not attached. But so. they think those could have been eaten by fish. Oh, that's or other very aquatic true. life. It's very, very true. Um, but so he, so but that's why he he wasn't as swiftly decomposed, and that also would explain the lacerations was that she either got cut up or stabbed. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, but then, he, I guess he tried to like dispose of them in, yeah. during this fishing trip, fishing trip, yeah. quote unquote, and then that and he almost got away with it too if it wasn't for those crazy tides and the meddling san francisco bay god <laughs> like, damn it man 
he just so yeah but he had this boat and then he was like oh it i went out on the boat but the boat is a gift for my dad and because they were like well why the hell would you buy a boat yeah and then and they're like and then they're like well and you're out on a boat on christmas eve and they were like and why are you giving this boat to your dad but you go out in it first and he was Mm -hmm. basically like like it's like that stupid thing where it's like let me try your food to test it and make sure it's good and then eat like half the burger but yeah so um and then and, and so What's also really, like, so the public has always been kind of fascinated by this case. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever Scott tries to appeal, like, he's done interviews and they everything. Were like, they were, like, the all-American like all American typical family. And they then- were. And I think that's what's so disturbing is that they were, like, the American dream, essentially. Like, very stereotypical, like, middle class, like, house, dog, picket fence. Yeah. Like, they were... and for all intents and purposes they seemed happy yeah that was the worst part like you never would have like the doting husband who's making pleas on tv like you never anticipate it being him yeah except now you do yeah but like and that's that's so weird because this case if you think it sounds familiar and you don't know anything about the case it sounds like a movie in a book I was going to say, it does sound like does a movie in a book. Does it sound like a movie in a book? Because I was going to say, this public fascination that everybody had, many people have been just kind of fascinated with this case, and in in that that same vein, they've pointed out the parallels between Lacey's murder and the movie and book Gone Girl. But didn't Jillian... F- is it Jillian, Jillian Flynn? Flynn? Jillian Flynn. She said that it wasn't so, based on... Yeah. Yes. Well, ba- so basically, like, here's how, here's, so the way the book goes is that Ben Affleck's character, Nick, see the similarities between yeah. Ben Affleck and, because Ben Affleck, um, they ben do Affleck look a lot alike. Looked yeah. like they look Scott a lot Peterson. alike. They look a lot alike. Yeah. So um, I can see, like, if, if it was based on that, and even that's like why you the would names. get him. So Ben Affleck's character, Nick, his wife, Amy, Lacey, Amy, Lacey, Amy, yeah. yeah goes missing abruptly during a holiday weekend, July 4th, but still. Yep, yep, still a holiday. And he's, the way he's attacked in the press for not being emotional enough, and then it comes out that he was having an affair. Yep. It all aligns with the Lacey Peterson case. It's Um, definitely, it's not based on a true story, but it's definitely um, uh, taken pieces from. Right. Inspiration from. Right. Like, Flynn told Entertainment Weekly in 2012, like, about the book, that it was like the movie was like in the process of being made it came out in 2014 but it wasn't yeah out like it wasn't out yet um but she told entertainment weekly that the book wasn't really based on Lacey's murder and she she's quoted as saying i definitely didn't want to do anything specific one could point to lot to, to lot and stacy just <laughs> fuck me just <laughs> scott and Lacey peterson they were certainly a good-looking couple but they're not always good-looking couples. That's why they end up on TV. Yeah. You don't normally see incredibly ugly people who've gone missing and it becomes a sensation. Um, I, I would not be a sensation. Um, it could be any number of those types of cases, but that was what interested me, the selection and packaging of a tragedy. Yes, and I'm sure as she was writing it, this was in the news yeah oh well and she said that she goes in a way i reverse engineered some of it yes. what's going to amp up the media's interest in this and what's going to make it believable that the media is going to descend on this yeah and she said that while writing it on it that's what she mainly focused on was the media's response to that kind of tragedy yeah um and so it just it, it was it was 
very similar, but she said that the book was not based on the murder. I believe that, but also, it, like, it took inspiration from, because... Um, oh, absolutely. Because if you've ever read Gone Girl or seen Gone Girl, the movie, uh, there's spoiler alerts, so you can leave now, but, like, it's been out for a hot minute. It's been out for a while. Like, it was Michael's and my, like, third date was seeing Gone Girl. Yeah. And we've been together for, like, over three years. That's a weird date to go on? Um, The husband kills... It was between... Allegedly kills the wife? It was between that and Big Hero 6, and I didn't want to seem like a baby by asking to see Big Hero 6... Blah, blah, blah. Big Hero 6. And there is a scene in the movie where Ben Affleck, in his infinite wisdom, basically... They're in a library, and he basically does the whole, like, sweeps all the books off this, like, table in an unused section of the library, and does things Mm. to Rosamund Pike. Mm -hmm. And when I say it is one of the least uncomfortable, uh, most uncomfortable things to be sitting next to a guy that you're kind of seeing, kind of not really, Mm. watching Ben Affleck go down on Rosamund Pike. Yep. Not my type of thing. And I'm sitting there during this entire scene, just sitting there like, should have gone through Big Hero 6. <laughs> just stare at the <laughs> screen. There, I'm like, do God not damn look at it. the person next to you. I'm like, please do not try to hold my hand during this moment. <laughs> but, um, uh, so anyway. Um, when, and it's more like a what could have been yes, the movie. When Amy comes back. Yes, Amy comes back. And that's a big thing, too. And like spoiler again like how she frames scott yes or frames nick see see frames him for the murder so jillian flynn if she was kind of taking inspiration from the case she kind of gave lacy her like yeah her vindication vindication yeah Yeah. she no i completely agree like if she if jillian flynn was kind of basing stuff off of this and she in any way blamed scott like lots of other people did right she kind of she kind of gave Lacey something. Right. Oh, no, I complete. I completely agree. Which, and is, which is pretty cool. No, I, I completely agree with that. And what I think is also really interesting is because she wasn't really thinking about the correlation between the murder of Lacey Peterson and Connor Peterson at that time. Yeah. Um, when they cast the film... It, that that's the director David Fincher that is what he was thinking about oh so David Fincher immediately said that this is he he Scott and Lacey. he said um, he was quoted as saying that he specifically cast Ben Affleck in the film because of his similarity to oh, Scott Peterson yeah 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 and he he says he actually said that Affleck looks more like Scott Peterson than Ben Affleck yeah <laughs> He Which does. isn't wrong. If, I'll, I'll, we'll put pictures on the website. But yeah, like, like they Scott do look very looks, similar. Yeah, and they've got like the stereotypical, like they've got the house, they're together, like they they seem really happy, and then like it's just a lot of like I'm almost wondering if Jillian Flynn, like I believe that she did not write this with this case in mind but i can't help but wonder if it was one of those things where it was like a subconscious yeah like through osmosis of like looking at the media and writing this book at the same time that she just kind of yeah it came out because like i can't i can't imagine that it wouldn't be like so many similarities there's so many similarities yeah um but so that's one thing and then actually because again again there's been such fascination a&E actually released a mini docu-series this past August. Ooh. Um, six episodes called The Murder of Lacey Peterson. Uh-huh. And they've got 
uh, like it really breaks down the case for people who want to better understand it kind of like that jean benet case that yes. they did on cbs but yep, six yep, episodes yep. instead they, they've got they, they have like they interview the families they interview amber fry oh wow like it like it it's very like in-depth yeah and it also includes a phone call between <gasps> scott and his sister-in-law so Lacey's Ooh. sister in which he continues to claim his innocence wow this is before he was arrested no this is like now oh oh yeah. wow yeah and like it's just it's it's wild it is wild yeah was there did, did you watch it i i did not watch it yet because i tried to and i don't get any oh fuck <laughs> i was like I was i'm gonna wondering... go online and i'm gonna watch it and then it was like and your username and password are and i was like whoops no um <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was um i was just gonna ask like maybe I, because I haven't seen it either. I, I didn't even know about it. But maybe the um the series could try to explain alternate theories. I don't yeah, know if they if I they mean, double down. And it's like this is allegedly what happened with Scott Peterson. But like, if you don't believe that Scott did it, then who did? Then it? who? Then what happened? Yeah. Like you can't just say maybe it was. a And cult. also, why is Scott walking around with so much money? And why is it looking like he's yeah. heading down? He's moving. He's inching why closer it, and yeah. closer and closer to the like Mexican border. Like he starts out in Modesto, and then he's in San Diego, and then he said like La Jolla. And stuff. I was like, don't La make Joya. me say that word. <laughs> but like, and has he ever given an explanation of why he had all that stuff? Like why? Like he if, if he was he was apparently like a hunter type of guy. Like he was like a very like he was very like outdoorsy. Yeah, the fifteen to four, fourteen to fifteen thousand dollars. You don't just makes, carry that around. No, it makes no freaking sense. Unless you're planning on buying something, and why wouldn't you just say it? Like yeah, no, and not for anything. Also, La Jolla because I'm I'm looking at it right now is like just like like right at the yes. border. Yeah. It's um, right there. It's and the fact that he is going, he just continuously is like slinking south. Yeah, yeah, slinking yeah. south. And they find the bodies, and then suddenly he's driving erratically on the highway. Yeah, trying to like go south. Like I mean, he's definitely giving people a reason to look into it. Yeah, like he's he, not trying to. He's like, not be... by any means convincing people that he's innocent. Yeah. Like, nothing he is doing, the fact that he didn't come forward about any of this stuff, the past tense thing really gets to me. Yeah. Like, that Diane Sawyer interview, and, like, I remember kind of seeing it as a kid, because this was when we were in, like, early elementary yeah, school. 12, 13, something like that. I, how much older are you than me? Uh, two years, maybe? Then, no, I was in second grade, Haley, and what universe are you what? 12 or 13? In, um... Or I was in third grade. Just kidding. I don't know math. But still, I was like nine or ten. Oh, oh then I guess you were like 12 11. or 13. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't do math. I can't, oh, this is sad. I mean, oh, I, in I, front of all these people. I can't I can't <laughs> math either. But like, still like. But still, no. But young like, preteens. Yeah. You're like not completely aware of it yet, but you're still semi-aware. And you you're definitely, like, oh, you're hearing that the names. lady? And you're hearing the name. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think that's one of the this first big ones. such a huge ones. case. That and Jean Benet were some of the first big ones where I was like aware of them when i was little yeah like where i was like oh this is something that happens yeah elizabeth smart too but it just oh i remember the elizabeth yeah. smart stuff her yeah. going missing that was when she all goes over missing the place. when they find her like yeah and but it's just but back to lacy like that was a thing where the entire country was basically riveted by this and i think jillian flynn makes a really good point where she was like yeah 
a lot of that is probably because like she is like if, like we'll post a picture i've got her um her missing poster and yeah they, and they were offering five hundred thousand dollars for her like wow her, her family was like desperate to get her back obviously eight month pregnant woman and she's adorable she's so cute she's so cute she's she's this little cute girl she had like a sunflower tattoo on her ankle like she was just a free spirit yeah and she studied ornamental horticulture <laughs> and just precious lady and scott does her dirty like that yeah and because and one theory was too that he that so he meets this amber fry uh-huh he really he he's not attracted to his wife she's pregnant who would be attracted to that yeah, right i'm being facetious please don't let the pregnant women come for me <laughs> he, um yeah he he's basically like all right i'm over this now yeah basically he's next. like oh well like i can't i can't fuck her so i gotta find someone else and as as men do you know like yeah. that's a normal thing for people to say um but no so she was like so he was like in this relationship with amber and then it's coming closer and closer to like desperation because not only is he still married to Lacey, who's still alive but they're gonna have a kid soon yeah and he told amber that she was already dead yeah she was dead she was gone and everything and i think that and how long did he think he was gonna keep that exactly well and that was the thing so a lot of people were were like on on the case were surmising that he was possibly also doing it because he felt trapped like yeah. okay i've got two i've got a wife and a girlfriend i'm i'm gonna be caught in this lie like i need to cover my ass yeah and then like allegedly if he did kill lacy i he mean would... he's convicted do we need to say allegedly he's he's on death row i don't know just like <laughs> i mean there there are other possibilities but like if in his mind if he was going to kill lacy he would have to do it before she gave birth because i don't think he'd be able to kill a baby oh that's true that's very true so he's like she's really fucking pregnant yeah (laughs) gotta get rid of her now that's a very good point um and it's just it's really it's so it's so fucked up yeah yeah that's a rough case yeah that's a rough one but like so sensationalized like it was everywhere And, and that was the big thing because then that's also i think starting to become the time where people are more like riveted by true crime because everybody i know watched the scott peterson case like i'm pretty sure everyone like, my knows parents his name. watched everybody it. everybody knows his name everybody's watched the case and the trial and everything yeah and it's more or less inspired a book and a movie yeah at least the movie like i mean the fact that they cast ben affleck solely because he looks like scott peterson and this is a similar story yeah like that alone but yeah it just it, it's one of the ones that i think everybody was like they, that they found really jarring yeah because they s- seemed like this perfect couple yep they just yep. they had the and perfect life they were both they seemed happy they were it was christmas time and just yeah and it's one of those that i've never seen an alternate theory for like right there's like the quick like oh maybe it was a cult yeah but but that was his defense team was grasping at straws for that yeah and i think the majority of people that have really looked into it are like yeah he did it oh yeah no like rolling stone has looked into it like diane sawyer like good morning america like everybody has looked into it yeah and i mean mm-hmm. when you can't find anybody else it's like then yep. it's kind of, you run out of options and you're like okay well somebody had to do this yeah she didn't just decide to like dismember herself and throw herself into the san francisco bay yeah exactly but yeah that's so a fucked up one that's yeah that's the case of lacey peterson and her shitty husband, Scott. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's really unfortunate. <laughs> Word I mean, of advice, don't marry a guy named Scott Peterson. <laughs> don't marry fucking Guy Fieri impersonators. <laughs> um, so we have all of the list of resources and yeah um the the book and the movie and, and links to different uh things um, like there's a great rolling stone article on this case if anybody is interested in reading that we'll have that up yeah so uh if you go to crime culture podcast.tumblr.com yes that's our site so we have everything linked there uh all about books uh stuff to watch uh, stuff to listen to yep. um, if we find any uh, links yeah. to that phone call that'd be really cool yeah no I'm gonna look and see if it's on YouTube because I think there was a clip of it but I don't know if it was the whole yeah. thing so we'll, we'll post that all up there if you want right. to just uh, type into the search bar well I mean it's the first episode so everything will be there <laughs> right easy for you to see but if you wanted to search anything in particular just type episode and then whatever number the episode is right and everything from that episode will come up so, and then um, you can find us on Facebook. You can yep. find us on Twitter. You can find us on the gram, Instagram. Yep. We're on all of all of the We're shit. We're on the social. We ha- we'll have links to all of that on the website. So I exactly. would say first go to the website. Everything's there. And um, we will release episodes every single Tuesday. So. Yeah. This is a fun one. This this was a fun one. It's as fun as a woman and her unborn child being murdered can be. Yeah. But. It's, it's interesting still, to talk about. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to go on this little murderous journey with you. It's gonna be so much fun. We have so much. We have so much really cool stuff planned, and we're so excited to do this. So yes, it's been lovely. Oh, the theme music is by Michael. It is. It's by my boyfriend, Michael. Michael J. Quick. He's He's fantastic. He's very fantastic, and he's a he's both a audio engineer and a composer, and he is lovely and. We just cannot thank him enough. Yes. He is wonderful. And it is perfect. I would dedicate this episode to him, but I don't think... Creepy. I Creepy. don't think that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Revoke it. Revoke it. <laughs> Dial Cause, back. Because then if that ends up being a self-fulfilling prophecy, <laughs> I'll just keep a note in my pocket that Michael did it. Let's uh, let's end this shit before we start <laughs> before, talking. Before Michael actually does murder me. we talk more out our eyes. Thank you, Michael, for the theme music. We Go love to the website for all the other information. Crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com. And bye. Come back next Tuesday.